Okay, everybody. <laughs> Act normal. Act normal. Get in your Ready? interview mode. Mode. <clears throat> Why, right, Montag? Yeah. Mm. I, when I was younger. Who's <laughs> 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 Kermit the Frog? <laughs> mm. Mm. All this water in a Kermit the Frog, <laughs> dude. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> lord. <laughs> When I was a tadpole. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. All right. I am going to pray. Well, let's hope so. The old man, <laughs> he's coming out. <laughs> I don't think we're ready yet, dude. <laughs> That's okay. This is, we are, we are, we are celebrating. <laughs> Check one, two. All right. I'm going to pray. Dear God, we come before you. We thank you for giving us an opportunity to gather together, Lord. I pray that you would keep our families safe, Lord God. Keep us safe. I pray, Father, for those who are hurting right now. Uh, go before them, Lord God. Thank you for this joy you've given us. I pray that you would just uh, bless this time, Lord God, that we fellowship, Lord God, as brothers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So welcome uh, to Redeemed Podcast. We have Mike Sanchez, Nicholas Hernandez, and myself. We are going to be Wrapping it out for you guys, Rap. Mike. No, <laughs> <laughs> rap. Rapping. Somebody say rapping, <laughs> dude. So this is it. We're here finally. Finally, I feel super good to be back. By the way, I just want to say I'm honored to be here, and I I super enjoy not only doing the last one that I did, but then going back and watching. Particularly, I enjoyed uh, Chachi's and uh, Sammy's. Mm. Yeah. It was really cool. Josh's, um, or Chachi was my favorite so far. Um, Thanks a lot, dude. <laughs> 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 Sorry. No, I'm just kidding, dude. No, no it was to, really good. I have good. to edit that really out good. now because everyone's going to be like, what? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah. <laughs> no the reason no, being don't. was because yeah. the, uh, the story of just his, him coming from South America, Columbia Narcos. It was, yeah. I was like, oh my I, gosh. I, I actually want to point out that what my favorite thing was is that I think that the Lord rewards like giant leaps of faith, dude. And he's he's definitely done that. So shout out Chachi if you're listening at all, dude. Like, you know, the Lord honored that leap of faith, dude. And there's just there's just power exuding through the the simple things that he was sharing. So it was I enjoyed it. That's cool. <laughs> Next, like, what just we just totally changed levels right now. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Uh, How's everybody gosh. doing? Uh, goodness. Is it good to be back, Nick? It's good to be back. It's real good to see you guys. I think uh, um, being here is almost like supernatural, just weird. Just everything's just like been so flip-flop for so long. And then to be here is like, man, I wouldn't even say picked up from where we left off. I'd say it's just like. So good. Feels good to be here. You're talking about just like uh, us hanging out together, like, like being uh, together, or like hugging you guys. Oh, like yeah. in, in, man, I haven't hugged you guys in, in light of like what's going on time. with COVID and stuff like that. You mean, or just in general that we haven't gotten together? No, definitely COVID. Definitely, I don't think we can ignore the. I agree. Yeah, the yeah obvious here. Yeah, I miss so. you guys. I was um telling you guys just a bit ago. I was like, dude, I haven't seen you guys. I feel like we're still in it. I just got my haircut for the first time in like two months. That's probably the longest I've ever gone with that. It looks great. It looks great. <laughs> it was crazy. So I go to the the barber and they, I just went on a whim like, okay, they're oh, yeah. all closed what, down. What was that like? I went up and then the, the the bars were on it and I was like, oh, okay. So I walk, I see the paper on the door 
And I was like, okay, let me go Let's look at the paper. I called this number, dude. It's uh, this Korean barber, by the way. So I can't understand anything except the numbers. I call it, <laughs> and then and then <laughs> this guy comes on your sale, and I was like, hey, like, are you guys like still giving haircuts? Like, I need to. I just wanted to see if you. I know you guys are probably closed. And he gets out of his car. I hear his voice, like, oh, he's like, he's like, I'm here, I'm here. Sorry. Comes over to me, and. Gets out of like, his car. Yeah, like he was waiting in his car. Oh with the empty God. shop? Yeah, with bars on it, dude. And then Dang. so he came, he opened it, let me in. That's and then uh, an empty barbershop gave me a haircut. Wow. Yeah. Mask? No, no mask. No mask. He, um, he wow. was wearing one and then he took it off. Um, I was like, oh, you're, you're okay. And then uh, he, uh, I felt like bad. I felt like, because it was an empty shop, I was like, dude, Mm. This guy's probably struggling, so I was like, okay, like Financial. I got, I gotta leave a like a good a tip. tip. Yeah, nice. Like oh, I felt like, man, that was your tip. tip. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it could have been fatter. I wish it could have been fatter. I'll say that. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah, I mean, so we're still in this, which is kind of crazy. I want it to be over. Yeah. And I want to be able to just hang out with like people mm. again. I want to be able to make music. I want to be able to like with meeting with people mm. to do it. Like, you know. Yeah. You know, I just want to throw something out there just to throw it out there. I think uh I think it's so ridiculous, man. I think mm. this whole thing mm. is absolutely absurd. And I'm not saying that people haven't got sick or people haven't died. Mhm. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to, I just can't believe the lie, you know? And I, I think that there's such a lie of like, of there's, there's a big book of COVID-19 from the start to, to where we are now and then where it's going to end. And obviously we don't know how it's going to end, but I think the, the origins okay, the origins are kind of there. And then in like the middle of it, there's just like a bunch of pages that are just missing of just like, what? Like masks are going to save our lives? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, are, is it, I mean, to really like, like you said about this barbershop owner, like this guy's got to struggle while there's hundreds of people in Walmart. Believe me, I know. I mm -hmm. I just went to Walmart like, there's kids running around in flip-flops playing with freaking the the basketballs and everything at, in Walmart. Like, I just feel to myself, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to, um, as a Christian, I don't want to take away from anybody's convictions of how they feel about something, because that's important. You feel a certain way about this, and that's, it is what it is. I work at In-N-Out, and I wear a mask to work. I don't complain about it. I don't, I don't, you know, if, if we were to come in here and there was a, hey, you know what, we need to wear a mask, we need to, we can't hug, we, fine, that's totally fine because I care about, I care about people more than just yeah. the health-wise, I care about people's souls, I, re I really do, but. You're considerate of people. Right. Too, yeah, right? but I feel that, I feel that we're just sitting on this massive lie of like, oh my gosh, like, there's, there's something's really happening like we we really need to what we need we need to wear masks like what do we do if there's something really going on that's what we do you mm -hmm. know like mm -hmm. and i came to this place of because back in the day like when i used to smoke weed a lot before i was a christian 
I did believe in a lot of conspiracies. I believed in a lot of different things. And so when I became a Christian, when I came to the Lord, I found myself um, really believing the Bible and really like, you know, Noah's Ark. Like, okay, that's, that's kind of a crazy one to think about, right? Like so that's a crazy Bible story to believe. But I went to the Grand Canyon. We went to Israel. I, I've seen... God's hand in my life, and it's not hard to believe. It's it's mm. simple to believe, man. God, there's layers in the Grand Canyon. You know, it's mm. it's very simple to believe. Um, um, I think even like aliens and stuff. Like, you know, there's a lot of quote unquote evidence that there's aliens. Um, I have conversations with people at work when uh, we're closing in these slow times, and there's nothing really to do. <clears throat> We've done a lot of stuff, and people just start talking about aliens mm. yeah and i'm sitting there at work talking about aliens what do you believe nick well i believe in the bible i believe that um that jesus christ died once because of scripture that says he died once for all and so if there's other planets out there god would have to send jesus to be crucified at all these other planets and he can't do that because he already died once and so I don't believe that there's life out there. I don't believe that there's aliens. I believe that there's angels of, uh, I'm sorry, demons that transform themselves into angels of light. Um, so anyways, I, I, I used to believe in conspiracies, but now I back it up with scripture. Now I know, hey, you know what? God's real in my life. I've, I've laid a foundation of myself on God's truth, not what I believe, mm -hmm. what the Bible says. And... Now I find myself in a place where there's a big chunk of this COVID-19 book that is gone. Mm. And so rather than believing what I want to believe or trying to take my mask off and you know what, I believe that it's not, well, you know what, what the, the biggest thing that God spoke to me was um, that you will give him perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. And I could choose to be, man, there's lies, and I need to, um, I need to do something about it, or I'm not going to do something about it, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to obey laws, or I'm going to do this, and, and I'm going to be worried and paranoid, and I'm going to convince my wife, babe, you know, we got to, you know, I don't know, lock up everything and whatever. Mm -hmm. Or I can keep my mind on the Lord and have perfect peace and know, you know what, Lord, whatever's going on, like, it's just something that was added to my knowledge, but it wasn't added to yours. You already know that there's lies. You already know that there's things going on. And instead of me trying to make something happen, like, I could just trust in you. Mm -hmm. And that's not like a bash to anybody who's out there rallying for freedom of masks or anything. And it's also not a support to that either. I don't I kind of stand in the middle and kind of like Andaminio says, uh, I, I decided to choose, a, or they told me to choose a side, but I decided to pick the middle. I can handle that. Hey, yo, the kick and dribble. And then, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so but I like that. Yeah. I decided to pick the middle. I can handle that. I don't, I'm going to stay in the middle. I don't, I believe in the Lord. Yeah. And uh, so where I, I just wanted to kind of throw that out, um, well, you certainly did. No, I, <laughs> yeah, that was powerful. I, I I feel that I'm right there with you. I feel that I'm torn between the balance of like, okay, as a Christian, submit to government, right. but I'm also with my, my my mentality is like, well, the government 
should, so I have to, like, I guess somehow vote this in, give us that freedom to make that choice ourselves. Right. I, I think on certain issues. That's just mm. me. Right. But I think I should have the freedom to make the decision on if I'm going to go out of my house or not. Mm. Right. I don't think that that should be decided by the government to a point. But then again, what do I know? I'm just mm. like, I, I take so much of like, I hear a lot of both sides and I kind of just find my identity then at that point of like what my values, what my morals and all of what's coming my way. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to identify with Christ. Mm. That's what I stand on. Right. I'm going to identify with this political movement or mm-hmm. this, I don't know, whatever movement it is, I'm just going to identify with Christ, line up with like, hey, God hasn't given me a platform to make decisions for people on mm-hmm. whether they're going to make choices regarding COVID-19 or not. Mm-hmm. So he, what ha- God has given me is my ability to work with people, meet with friends, even people who are not saved, and just share love with them. That's right. it. That's all I'm in control of. I th- I think sometimes we get um, tricked into um, giving answers as if we were um, leaders that a lot of people mm. wanted to know our opinions, mm. right? Like if you, like you start answering for things going on as if you're in the seat of being the president or if you're a teacher and everybody's asking you, what should we do? And I find that though being, you know, putting ourselves or, or allowing people to pressure us onto platforms that we haven't really been given yeah, um, forces you to try to come up with an answer that God really hasn't given you. And the reason why I believe that is because I believe that God gives you answers and, and prepares you for the platforms he's putting you on. Mm. And so um, I don't ever feel pressured to give an answer for anything that the Lord hasn't elevated me to be on that platform. And so I feel super comfortable when somebody that looks up to me or seeks me for advice, giving them an answer on on the topic and and concerning COVID and everything that's going on and politics about it and who's lying and all that other stuff. um, My only advice for anybody who is looking to me for an answer is not to be afraid, Hmm. not to be afraid. My approach to it, there's a little bit of excitement still for me, to be honest, because I, I believe that I belong to God and I believe that he's um, orchestrating my life for his glory. I believe that. And so whenever something comes in front of me, um, whatever wild animal is in front of me or whatever hurdle is ahead of me, um, I, I, I have like an eagerness of like, okay, how, like mm. what, what's going to mm. come of this? Like, if my time's not yet to die unless God wants me to die, unless my time's up, if my time is up, there's nothing to do to stop it. But if it isn't my time, there's nothing any threat can do to stop me. Yeah. Um, and the thing that God's called me to do or, or the effectiveness, I should say, that my life can have. And so I, I, I don't see COVID like, oh, it's stopping me from what God had opened the door for me to do. It's messing me up. I just see what's going on. I see um, how people are reacting. I see, uh, I, I definitely can smell, um, I get a sense of when I'm being lied to. Mm. Um, somebody's lying somewhere. I, I don't know who, 
I, I can't pretend to know who. I know if I start down the rabbit trail of finding out who's lying, I'm going to get like a billion answers of different <laughs> people that are going to say, no, bro, you got to read this book and listen to this guy and watch this YouTube video. And I'm one of those people that's open enough to where if I watch it, I'll probably be like, oh, it sounds kind of pretty solid. But then you watch another one and somebody, that sounds solid. And, mm-hmm. you know, so um, rather than go down those rabbit trails, I, I just stand as firm as I can on, I have nothing to fear. You have nothing to fear. And this thing can't stop what God has planned for your life. And huh. so just carry on in that faith. And, and this, at the other end of this, something crazy is going to happen where a person will be used tremendously that people thought weren't, wasn't going to be used. And people who assume that they would be used tremendously may not be used tremendously. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that any of us can do to really calculate how God's hand is going to, you know, carry that out. And so my encouragement, I think, to Christians is stay faithful at this time so that on the other end, you may be found faithful to be used in the hand of God for his glory and, um, to, to be a voice that is trustworthy and, um, and lean not on your, uh, your, the abilities you think you have. If you think you're an influencer or a great speaker or a great communicator, those things may be worthless, you know? Yeah, I think that was my next question was like, what do you guys think like people should be doing like within the next, because let's say we're still stay home orders for the next like two and a half months or a month and a half right now. Uh, what, what are maybe, what are you guys going to be doing? I think um, something that the Lord's really been speaking to me about is uh, the church may be canceled. Um, and... Um, we might have to continue to be, um, you know, in the homes. Um, I'm sorry, uh, we have to have church in the homes. Um, but for me, like what the Lord kind of spoke to me was church is um, Acts 2.42. So it's fellowship. It's the breaking of the bread, it's the word of God, and it's prayer. Hmm. And that is church. That's church, not a building. And, of course, I'm surrounded by Bible teachers. So there's no, I do not mean any offensive. No, you're accurate in everything you're saying right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's, there's no, um, like, I don't ever want to take away from, like the uh, the dream the of off, like, the office of the yeah of, the of like hey you guys want a, you know you desire to have a church full of people worship and so do I I desire to be in front of a congregation in the house of the Lord playing worship I desire it just as much as um, you guys uh, but the church is is not a place and so. When we, as Christians, we are forced to not be at church, um, it forces us to um, to really have those fellowship, uh, I'm sorry, those church bullet points of fellowship, breaking bread, the word, and prayer, um, wherever you're at. And so you're at home, you're locked down at home, you have church, 
This is your family. This and you, maybe they're not believers. Maybe you have brothers and sisters or husband, whatever. They're not Christians. Well, you're still in fellowship with them. They're still a person. They're still they're still a creation of the Lord, and you still have fellowship. So for me, right now, my fellowship really is my wife mm-hmm. and in my house. And yeah. so church is at home and church. And now it's reading. Now it's now it's not necessarily okay, babe. Now it's not seven o'clock. Now we gotta. Now, you know, not necessarily not, not schedule based. Definitely you're saying, yeah. not that. But it's but it definitely is a time where we sit there and like, hey, you know what? Like honestly, and and this is all coming from the last couple weeks. God is speaking to me. Mm. God's showing me like this stuff. I'm not just like thinking to myself, what am I gonna say? Like mm. since Chav called me, like, and now we're gonna do a podcast. Like I'm really God's really speaking to me. Like. This is what's going on. And so I hear his voice. I hear him talking to me and talking to my wife. And I believe that as Christians, it's not a big deal that the church is not there. Um, because we still have the church. It's God's word. Like, mm-hmm. we still have fellowship. We still have prayer. We still have the word. And um, I think I would love to see the church go back just as much as anybody else. I want to be... Uh, in fellowship, but today is just the proof of like, you know what? Hey, there's kind of like what you were talking about too, is the balance of Christians and the government. Like, well, hey, God's word, like, you know, we're fellowshipping here Mm -hmm. and I'd rather be doing this than, than not, you know? And so I kind of stand definitely on the the sense of, okay, well, if they're going to keep us in here, well, we have, I have fellowship and I'm, I'm in, I'm glad about that. And, you know, I encourage whoever's listening, like, you're out there and you don't have a wife, but you have a brother or sister, then you have fellowship. You know, you have a place to be and, uh, you know, bring church there. Um, but there's that other side, which kind of I'll just leave open-ended um, for us to talk about. But there's also the side of, well, maybe this extends forever. Well, ultimately, I feel that God's word would prevail and we would um i would fellowship because there's yeah there's social media and there's ways to connect and there's you know um all these a lot of the uh um the visual um outreaching Mm -hmm. is taking is blowing up right now and that's awesome i think it's a great tool it really is I, i do think it's a great tool but still like the bible doesn't say connections or letters, or send, you know, there's letters in the Bible, awesome, but there's not like, hey, like, this is how you church. The, 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 the instruction is to fellowship, like, to not, really come hey, together. send letters across the world. Yeah, That's right. going to be your, fel- no, it's fellowship. Right. It's breaking bread. It's physically, you eat something, I eat something, and we're together. Mm. And, and I think to myself, well, that's where, I would kind of start, and I can see, you know, John Randall gave an awesome study on Sunday, and it was just talking about um, uh, Radshack, Meshach, and Abednego, and not bowing down, and at first, I thought it was really extreme, like, well, super extreme, you're not going to bow down, like, just to wear a mask, like, I mean, I'm down not to wear a mask, but I don't, that's kind of like a far relation to, like, oh, I'm going to go in the fire, because you're not going to let me wear a mask, but I see what he's saying. It's like, you know what? At some point, hey, like, I'm going to stand up for God's word. Mm-hmm. And if it means to fellowship, then I'm going to fellowship, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's where I'll just leave it open-ended. Yeah. But 
Can I ask you a question, question Mike? Sure. I'm curious your thoughts on um, churches opening right now. I, I only pause because I, I want to make sure that I give an honest answer and void my mind of any, you know, worrying about critiquing. I'll, I always think about what I say before I say it because I, I never want to offend anybody or, you know. But I think each pastor is responsible for his flock. And, and uh, if God's entrusted people who trust a pastor and he feels strongly about what God's put in his heart, I think he needs to do that. Mm. Um, I'm in a lucky, unique position that my congregation is my dad and my brother and his wife right now. And then phone conversations with my buddies. like, mm. um, And so I, I don't have to give an answer for that right now. I don't have to say like, you know what we're opening or we're not opening. You know, I go to my dad's house and still teach him every single Sunday uh, and I have no conviction against that whatsoever. I have a conviction over not doing it mm. because my dad mm. has had every health risk that can be thrown at him and he's coming to the end of his race either way from which he certainly is not afraid to die of COVID-19 or a motorcycle accident or cancer or anything. And it's my responsibility at this point in my life to usher him, him into the kingdom um, well, well seasoned and close with the Lord. And so I'm, I'd feel, like I said, a conviction not doing that. Mm. So that's my, that's, those are, that's what God's entrusted into my hands right now. I listen to pastors like, you know what? God spoke to me and we're moving forward, you know, regardless. And I, and I just like a fly on the wall, watch them. Like if it's somebody mm. that I love and respect, I still love and respect them. And just like, all right, like, let me see how this unfolds, you know? And then there's other pastors, their conviction is like they got older congregations or they feel concerned for people and, or they feel very um, convicted about, dude, we're not trying to, shake our fist at, at, uh, at, you know, our, our leadership of the society. Um, and by the way, I, I, I do want to say in their, in their defense, um, you know, it is a sinful temptation to want to be a rebel, mm -hmm. um, to want to do things because like, you know, I'm not afraid of what anybody says. Like, I'm like, that's a sinful nature in us. And I think pastors need to be careful that that's not anything in their hearts, any kind of motive behind any anything they're doing. Like, you know, people are like, dude, our pastor's not afraid. Watch, look at our pastor. He's not afraid. Like, I, I hope that that's not any motive behind anything. I can't see anybody that I know or respect. You mentioned John Randall. I love that man, dude. Like, that guy, God's used him tremendously in my life and still does when I when I hear him teach or even when I see him, I see a solid brother. So I don't critique what he does. I don't look at it and say like, well, where, where's he coming from? I'm like, dude, that's a, that's a man who God's called to lead um, the people that God's entrusted to him. And so he's going to make the decisions that God puts in his heart. And I trust his decisions. I mean, he's not my pastor, but I love him as much as I can love anybody who's not mm -hmm. my pastor, you know? And um, so 
props to him. My my view on it, that's I think a pastor needs to get so inclined with the voice of God that he can stand confidently in his decision. And I also think that a pastor needs to be humbled enough to where if he senses that his decision making was not um the Lord's voice, but just like, you know what, like his tendency or something, that he can be humble enough to say, you know what, we're not going to do that after all. Hmm. I think that's tremendous anytime a great leader is able to do that. Some people might call it weakness. I, I see it. When I see a man doing that, it it makes me respect them more to, to not be so concerned about how they're coming across to people, you know, just to be honest and humble. So... Uh, I don't think I really answered your question. <laughs> no, you did, you did. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my um, stance on it. And then you you know just just to kind of just to kind of answer the, the question that you asked earlier, like what are we doing? I I know I said that I I mentioned what I was doing at this point, but I just want to share something that I've come to know. You know, every time God's brought me into a tremendous trial, when and. And I've been a Christian, you know, not not speaking of the times before I was a believer, but every time as a Christian that God's brought me into tremendous trials. Um, when I was heading into that trial, I thought I was pretty complete. Like, I felt like I was pretty solid. I got saved, hmm. filled with the Spirit, believe in the Word of God, anointed by God. But I'll tell you what, every time I come out of a trial, I'm a different dude than I was when I went in. Hmm. And I, and I can see what was missing in that guy always when I come out. Wow. And, and I see this in the same way. If I'm, you know, at this point, I thought I'd have a congregation of people and a church that God put me somewhere. And then the Lord hasn't opened those doors for me. The flesh in me gets eager or defeated at times man like i thought i'd be here for now but that's always my flesh dude the spirit within me when i'm close to the lord fellowshipping with him is i don't want anything a day sooner than god gives it to me Hmm. and because i know instinctively because my life has been full of um, deep dark struggles and trials and things that i thought oh no lord not this you know that came upon me, um, that if 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 I'm not cooked yet, <laughs> I don't I don't want to be anywhere that God doesn't put me. So, yeah. it, if the Lord, if there's anybody out there, I'll say, if there's anybody out there who it feels like you're being held back because of COVID nineteen, you know, or it's this, it was all gonna work fine, and then this terrible thing happened. Dude, don't give Satan that much credit, dude. Yeah. Like, dude, mm. put your life in the Lord's hands and just be like, there's nothing that can come upon me that can stop what God has planned for my life and what he is preparing me for where he's taking me. And 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 if there's decisions that you can make for pastors that, that they're, it's on their plate to maybe open and say, we're going to do this anyways, or if God works through his spirit where he puts it on a... On a, a um, government leaders heart to to open up doors for churches or make way for churches or and again that's not me even choosing to stand on on that side or not just to accept that god's in control and even and he can use somebody to 
open up a door or even somebody who doesn't like him or know him, he could still use them to make things happen. And for us just to trust this chapter we're in for preparation and for um, what's on the other end, I believe in my heart, I believe that there's tremendous awesome things to come, that there's going to be a group of his servants that are so prepared for what the way things are going to open up and the way he's going to be working that nobody else can do that work that he's going to do with them. And I'm excited about it. Do I think that I could be a part of that? I hope so. I hope that's my prayer. Like I hope Lord, the Lord's like, who, who's going to go? And like, I'm in the back of the class. Like I'll go, I want to go, you know, but also he, he's, he's definitely said no to me. Many times. And so I'm no stranger to that. I'm no stranger to like, I'll take you, you, and good to see you, Mike, you know? <laughs> uh, uh, so so that's that, that's kind of my two cents on that. Yeah. I, I feel that I had to learn to take some hard-to-swallow pills when we did finally pull the plug on the church. Uh, not that we're still not a not church Not permanently, anymore. but yeah, to stop meeting yeah. using Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, that was I because I was I was fighting it and I was looking at my my old home church at Golden Springs. It's kind of like, well, if they're still going, we're still going. Like we're we're, we're going to keep going. And so because we meet on West at, in West Covina on Wednesdays, and we were meeting in Glendora on Sundays. And then the West Covina place gave me a call like, hey, like we're shutting down, and I was like, ah. Oh. And I was like, okay, well, that shut down. I was like, but everything else is still open. It was like fifty people or less was the mm-hmm. was the rule at the time. So I was like, hey, we're like we're still good. We're, we're like under fifty p- people. It's all it's all good. And then I remember that Monday came, and I was like, tell, explaining to my parents like, hey, like let's have it at the house. We had it at the house. It was really cool that one Sunday. And then the next day, I was like telling my parents like, no, like well, let's still have to, let's still have it. Let's still have it. Trump's like ten people or less, and I was like, oh, like come on. And then I just. <laughs> heard uh Rollandale saying work we're gonna close our doors and I was just like okay okay like we're gonna close the doors then and uh it was it was it was tough because like it was right when things were building kind of momentum like Mm -hmm. things were going good I was like yes yes this is cool like God's doing an awesome work and then to kind of change gears I, I wasn't super bummed but I was definitely like okay well I wasn't thinking like this is going to be as long as it has been. Mm. I was like, okay, like you know, a couple weeks, a month, whatever it is. And then uh, time progressed, and then my attitude just changed into well, like, okay, well, you know what? Like we're we're going to be here for people. I'm curious, like uh, just hearing your your story, like because uh, I'm curious. I wonder how I would feel. I don't know how I would feel, but um, is there like a is there like a uh, like a feeling? That like uh, that you need to keep fanning the flame for something because it was growing and there was people coming, and now all of a sudden it's like it's online and it's like I don't I don't know if you can see how many people still watch or whatever. Is there like a any kind of fear or anything that yeah, you deal I, with with that? I think there's two two sides of that. Uh, the first side being that there's a temptation to become lazy and to become lax mm. since you don't see people as mm. much as you used to. There's a temptation for me to to be lax in my own study time and my own devotion mm. because it's like 
sometimes in my flesh, I'm like, well, who's watching? Like, who am I supposed to represent Christ to? And then you go back to remembering, okay, God, like, this is my relationship with you. Like, what are you telling me to do? And when I get back to that place where I'm like, where I'm supposed to be with just me and the Lord, suddenly I see so much of what God is doing in this time or how God is still pouring himself into me. I'm still learning and growing and like seeing all this effect that the Holy Spirit is having on all these different people. And I'm just like, wow, like I'm, God is testing me in the sense of now putting me in a place of, okay, well, you can't meet with people anymore. Like you can still call them. Mm. And I'm like, okay, like, let me, let me make those phone calls. And now all of a sudden the, as, as a pastor learning to be a pastor rather than learning just how to teach a Bible study on Mm. Sunday mornings, that's for me, I think very God divine appointment Mm. of like, this is the test. Like you can't just, uh, it's good to be a Bible teacher. It's good. Um, but to be a pastor, you have to lead people Mm. in their lives and care about them. Like, yeah, (laughs) the individual, not just doing your thing, Uh you know? Yeah. That's cool. And that's a great lesson. So the, the, for me, I mostly, I would say like, honestly, 90% of this season has been joyous. Like I've just Mm. been like, okay, cool. Like, this is like what we're going to do. And the, the learning experience Mm -hmm. monumental, like, okay. Cause, because we've had to go kind of now with technology. One of my, I'll share this real quick with you guys. Uh, I know I've told this to Nick before, but something I love about this whole setup, like what we're doing right now, Mm -hmm. every single one of these little components that we're using, the mics, the lights, like I didn't go and buy all of this like for this for this i it was it wasn't like oh like i want to do a podcast i want to do a live stream therefore i'm going to get mics i'm going to get stands i'm going to get lights i'm going to get cameras it wasn't like that at mm-hmm. all some of this equipment i've had for close to 9 years i and it's all been building up hmm. like so i used to do music that's cool like i was recording music i had little components to record music i started to get into djing got some dj lights I started to get into like whatever it is. All mm. these little components were purchased for a specific reason. And then over a long period of time, when I look back, I'm like, oh, okay, God showed me That's how cool. to use all these different things so I could use it for this. So when I look at it, I'm like, you know what? For anyone out there who is looking at the end result of like this trail that they're running on and they want to see the light at the end of that tunnel you can't always just think that you're going to be there at the end. You're going to skip all these steps and just be in that moment of like, this is what I was waiting for. It's literally just running and falling on your face like so many times Mm -hmm. and getting back up and then keep going and learning and being okay with things being, excuse the phrase, but sucky at (laughs) the very beginning. Just like be okay with, you know what, like do the best you can do and do it for the Lord and just see if God wants you to keep going in that direction. So that's kind of just like, I'm, I'm super blessed with all of this, everything that's going on. That's dope, dude. Thank, yeah. thank you for sharing that. That, that not only do I like my soul agrees, but, <laughs> but, uh, like it's kind of ministering to me a little, you know, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Like we, cause we, me and Nick have a lot of conversations and, and I think one of the things that can be easily passed up is 
that that stuff's being accumulated right now like mm. right that's kind of what you shared about your your microphones and all this other stuff and i i, I kind of know the lesson that stuff gets accumulated but i'm tripping out like i, I think of like you know 10 of the conversations come to mind that i've had with him on on, on a, a busted up day to work you know or something and uh and yet something's being accumulated in that moment you know, in that chapter, like something's being accumulated right now that you're going to, when it spills out one day and you're doing the work of the Lord and somebody looks at you and they want to, they're curious yeah. how, how you acquire, how you, why you know that or why, and you're going to know that it came in a chapter when I hate, I didn't want to learn this, you know? Mm. I was going to say, what a powerful, uh, like countenance you have when you say like, man, I'm learning to be like a pastor mm -hmm. and... It's just it's like, dang, like that's such an awesome lesson that is so exclusive to you in all the ways that you were describing. And it's like, I'm sure there's lessons that you're learning as well and, and also for me. And it's just like God's working, you know, God's doing this great work in us right now. And it's not like we're dead and it's not, it's not, um, it's not relying upon well, we really need, like, we really need COVID to end. Mm -hmm. Like, we really don't. Like, you know, like, I, but <laughs> at the same time, say, I would yeah. love, oh, man, I would love to go to, you know, little dates with my wife and all that stuff like we, yeah, like dude. we used to and just to meet up. And I just want to order a wedge salad with blue cheese, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on a practical side, I, I, I feel the same way, dude, because I'm sitting here talking all spiritual and stuff. But, dude, I, I feel, I think about your girlfriend, dude, and it's right. like, like, dude, I, I, this girl deserves to like hang out and like find out where you came from with the people that you get mm. along with. Shout and, out, Lisette. Yeah, oh, shout say, out. I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag I, at the, the bottom right here. Click <laughs> subscribe right here. Follow Sal right here. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that kind of stuff. Even like Max, like I think like dude, like I want him to come shout into out to my, Max. <laughs> <laughs> come into my, like my world. I want to show him like, look, this this is what this is what we do. Or, yeah. And there's so much of that stifled because of this. And so uh, just to be clear, because I didn't make that clear earlier, I'm praying for COVID-19 to end. Like, sure. I'm like, I'm like, hey, you know, sure. like, let's get like, like right now, some people are going to be looking at what we're doing. Like, well, these guys are breaking rules. You I know, know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Wear the masks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You guys aren't six feet apart, you know, mm -hmm. or whatever. And but I, I, I. God bless you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, went I don't to, care. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Home Depot today. And uh, my dad was like, because some guy literally was like, hey, you guys want a cart? And I was like, yeah, because I'm over it. And my dad's, my dad's <laughs> definitely over it too. Like, but, I, but I just want to respect him because, yeah. uh -huh. you know, he's my dad. And, uh, and I can tell my dad's over it too, but he's like, hey, do you guys just have a wipe? You know, like, because he, he just wanted to wipe it down. Yeah. Why not? And I'm like, I'm, so I'm sitting there and he's asking the lady. And, and the lady's like, no, we don't carry wipes anymore. You're shopping at your own risk now. Whoa. I'm like... Man, she probably thought she was so cool to say that. Like, yeah. what does that even mean? Shopping <laughs> like at first way to give us the subliminal right. middle finger, huh? <laughs> right. Because because I think at, at some point, I think we all had something in common, whether we freaked out in the beginning or mm. now we're freaking out, or we were freaking out in the beginning and now we're not freaking out. But I think that we all have something in common is just the uncertainty. There's just mm. everyone we don't know. Everyone's uncertain. Yeah. yeah so know. like you know, when people just choose sides, I just I just find it like 
you know, man, mm-hmm. I I think in the long run, we are so consumed by this thing, which chooses us to pick a side. And, and kind of like us, I would, um, I love that we're kind of, kind of floating, not, I don't want to say above it. Let's say under just for the sake of mm-hmm. stature. To not, to not yeah. Above, yeah. Yeah. Let's, we're just floating under it of like, you know what there, yeah, we're going through this, but there's a lot more going on. Mm-hmm. And so I'd rather be the person to just walk away from that lady at Home Depot <laughs> than, then think to myself like, oh, excuse me, like, yeah, you know, come on, crazier. like, yeah. serious. I just think it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I let think. Me, go ahead. Let me let me ask you. What are? Well, I'll share this real quick because some of the the blessings that COVID has brought to my life mm. is I've turned in Trump's quite, check. Quite shout out to Trump. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, for shout that out Trump's check. check. I got the biggest tax return I've ever had in my life. Thank oh you very much, gosh. Trump. Trump, you, you helped me fix my backyard. Thank you so much. Uh, Check out the comments now. I know. I know. Go All ahead. The, what were you going to say? The liberals just left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we love you too. Um, I have turned into quite a foodie. Ooh. This last two months, I've stopped going to the gym. Oh, just so you know, <laughs> completely stopped. <laughs> this is not and good. I went complete reverse. And really, yeah. Okay, so you don't this, look like it at all. That's good. Thank you. There's this it's place. Your metabolism. Um, but un- can I just tell you really quick? It's gonna it's gonna catch up, dude. Okay, I know it. I'll tell you from personal <laughs> you experience. Wait till he gets married, bro. He's well, not. He's not there yet. Yeah. Not so yet, go ahead. So you. <laughs> but let him fit. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Let's do it, dude. Okay, Bun Street, West Covina. Mm. They have this burger. Oh wow! This burger, right? Burger, okay. Juicy, probably okay. Probably okay. So I have a really, to me, it's a high scale when it comes to burgers because mm. we have In and Out burgers. Say it right again. Mm. Say it again. Okay. High standards. So <laughs> <laughs> there is one burger that I've always said that I'd like better than In and Out burger, and that was Slater's fifty fifty burger. Okay. So I liked it better. Um, besides that, I, I've never never had anything better mm-hmm. than In and Out burger. But this is a burger I had. Bun Street. Bun Street in West Covina. Shout out Bun uh, Street. Not a, Street. Not a sponsor. Shout, Shout out. out. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Click here to see the location. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Elias, my cousin, works there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, Family the connection. There we go. Yeah. That's why. Okay. For Elias, give him that raise, <laughs> Bun Street. <laughs> macaroni and cheese in a burger. Just like straight, like you're getting a bowl of macaroni and cheese in the, in burger, the burger, dude. Wait. Bacon. Inside the meat? Inside the no, 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 in the bur- just like thrown on in top there, of the patty. okay on top of the patty, right? Okay. Just thrown in there, bomb mac and cheese, bacon, lettuce, bacon barbecue, bits, barbecue sauce, not bits, straight mm. big fat pieces of bacon, ooh, barbecue and thick, sa- thick, ooh, thick, okay. mm. bottom layer barbecue sauce mm. Mm. under the patty, Un- under the patty, mm. fire, Dang. dude, fire. So Bun Street, <laughs> here we go. We're going. <laughs> but, Babe, I'm and sorry. That, and that's the end of our I podcast. We're going to go get something to eat now. Uh, wow. Well, okay. That's a funny note. So, well, maybe. But what are some of the things that I think you guys have really just enjoyed so far this season? Mm. Man, I enjoy. Um, I enjoy that the Lord has convictingly showed me the time that I waste. And I love that there's no more distractions or essentials and, um, or non-essentials. And, 
there's no more non-essentials. And so God has literally showed me what I can be doing with my time. And um, mm. I don't think that it's because I'm going out and spending all this money or doing all these things because I really don't have a lot of money um, or time. But now that there are no more options, it just shows me. And it, honestly, even with church too, kind of like what I said with church, like I just feel like God really showed me that your church is your wife completely, absolutely. And I have so much to learn from her. I love it. And, and to be home and not with doing these non-essential things like, oh, I really, you know what would really give me joy is if I go to the beach. It would really give me joy. Like, you know what, let's just go to the mall. Like, let's just go walk around in the mall. Or you know what, like we should, I'm kind of feeling this restaurant. Let's just go to this restaurant. Well, now that those things are so kind of, they, there's like a, a barricade to them a little bit. It it just shows me my my treasure that I just have at home. And I, um, I love it. I would love to carry all this with me when this ends. Mm. Um, I would love to. I would love to. I would love it to prepare me to be a father, to be able to spend time with my child, and to to actually build memories. Mm. And and uh, right now I'm doing a lot of yard work, and I I love the fact that I am do I'm building something. Um, and I didn't think I could, you know, I didn't think I could physically do it, but I, I didn't think that I had the time. And just to see like my mind start to unravel from this massive knot that I feel that it's tied in, it's just convicting. It's like, I, I feel ashamed that it's because of a virus and not because of the Lord speaking to me because he couldn't, because mm. I was so tangled, you know? And that's why I feel ashamed. Like, man, Lord, like, I'm, I don't know. But at the same time, I'm grateful. At the same time, mm-hmm. I'm blessed because, wow, I, I'm, we get the time to do all this. And so um, I love it. I love, I love being home. And thank God we all have jobs here. Mm. You know, that's a blessing too. So um, I think it would be a total different story if that wasn't the case. But I'm sure do something, but I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. I can really I, enjoy I, it. I can back up your statement with seeing your backyard, his backyard right now. Yep. Looks I was thinking so the same thing. beautiful because him, his brothers, his father, his mom, his wife all put their backs to work and mm. made this backyard look so dope. Yep. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Thank and you. I, you know what? I, I, I second or third that, um, in that one of the things I think me and Nick have in common in a bad way is we're terrible stewards of our time at times. Like, you you catch us and and you know we we may waste hours doing something that's not accomplishing anything just because we're super into it or or getting way too into it than we need to and to see like you know that a lot of those things are cut off and just to see him be a steward with his time like with his house like God's mm-hmm. given him a home uh, a wife a family a house right and in his backyard which I don't care I can go in someone's house that's like thrash and not even bat an eye i won't be like oh look did you see that person's house i don't even care i really don't care about that stuff but to see somebody responsible as a steward with what god's given them especially a person who i know struggles like i do with that kind of stuff super dope it's like watching somebody like 
accomplish something like it's yeah. cool and see that's pictures how I of feel, it. That's how I feel about you, honestly, when you said that is um, not that you, I feel like you struggle, but I feel that like when you were saying, man, like God's teaching me to be a pastor, it was like, Psh, dude, that's awesome. So mm. I feel, I feel the same way, like. No, you're better. You're <laughs> no, no, I, I really, I just think that. Uh, oh, I struggle, Nick. <laughs> I just feel that it's, it's cool. It's cool that we're all learning these lessons. What about Mike? Yeah, what, Mike. what was the original question again? We kind of nobody knows. I think <laughs> it's. Uh, it's what, what were some of the blessings yep. for like for that you. you can take away? I think, or that was something like small, even small things that you've been seeing, like, oh, this has been really cool. I feel like, uh, I feel like my wife's getting to know me better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a person with a lot of layers, dude. And sometimes the way Satan attacks me is like, I, you know, I've, I've related to, I've seen interviews with Jim Carrey where he like have these moments where he like doesn't know who he is, you know? And I, I, that's, I've dealt with that. Like, mm-hmm. um, and Certainly, I've I've thought in my mind like when I'll uh, like in times past when I've seen my wife like uh, assume wrongfully about me like like assume that I was doing something for the wrong for a reason I wasn't really doing it or um, that I did something and it came across as I was doing it for this reason I've struggled in past like dang I I I've somehow introduced her to a, a side of me that's not truly me like she. She, wow. she she thinks I'm some some that I'm these things and I can only blame myself. Like so those are things I struggle with in the past. And just the amount of time that we spend together and she sees me frustrated, happy, angry, everything, but then she sees the consistency of certain things in my life that are always there, or just sensing that she's gotten to know me. Like she'll look at me and and when I when I know that she would have assumed something that wasn't true, I see it different. I see her looking at me different. Mm-hmm. And then most people know. I, I I'm not well. Maybe not most people listening, but you guys and people close to me know that when my daughter was first born, I struggled uh, with connection. Like I I I've kind of narrowed it down to just the the losses that I've dealt with in my life just kind of putting up walls that I don't realize are there. And so there's a, uh, you know, when, when your existence in somebody's life is what you can do for them, you don't really think about how much you, you need from them or how much you need them in your life. And so I've learned to, to function in that way where I don't really let people mm. become something that I need. Right. Um, that I need them in my life. And, but that created, uh, like, I lived like that for so long that it started to make me feel like I don't know how to make, allow somebody to become something that I need them in my life or that they mean that much to me. And so I had this terrible disconnect from my own daughter, like, when she was born. And it was, I was ashamed of myself for it. Mm. Like, I, like talk to people I really respect and that really know me and ask them like if I'm, if I'm doing something wrong or if they dealt with that. And most people, my brother Johnny was the closest to me, but most people didn't feel like I did. And I was like, Oh no, I'm a, mo- I'm a monster. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you what, dude, 
a little girl can soften a man's heart like no like nothing can dude like oh. that's my daughter she, no daughter should have to win their dad's love but my daughter certainly has dude like like i pff, she trips me out bro and i and i'm not one who trips i'm not one of those guys i think there's guys who naturally are that way like oh, this is my kid and they just feel that i didn't i didn't feel those things and God's changed my heart. My daughter, I spent a lot of time with her. And I, you know, recently we had a big scare and she had a super high fever, 105.3. And we went to a, the hospital. And, you know, some, some people also know my story that when I was a kid, I had a real high fever and got a seizure. And then I died for 10 minutes and um, had brain damage from it and everything and I lost hearing in my right ear over it and so you know my mom had to deal with that panic and I just was having like nightmares like just shocking thoughts you know when she had this fever and she wasn't making sense kind of just staring and you know not acting herself not really responding the way she normally does and then we're rushing to at you know one o'clock in the morning children's hospital emergency and during COVID-19 you can't go two people can't go inside at the same time so I have to just sit I have to wait and watch Pal walk away with the baby 105.3 and 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 I can't do anything dude like it not that I could do anything if I was in there either but just this helped so I oh. I drove up to the top of the uh, parking structure and and there's something, for some reason, when I'm at the top of a parking structure, I just feel like I could talk to the Lord easier. Um, and so I did that at Children's Hospital, and, and I sat there for hours, dude, just, uh, just making, my, making my deals with the Lord, you know, like, look, man, like, uh, you, know how, you know how I feel, you know? And, and those things also made me realize how much my daughter means to me. Mm -hmm. So sometimes trials, dude, they, they bring what you were praying for and don't be afraid of trials, you know, and my daughter's doing great, dude. You know, the fever went away and uh, I wasn't COVID-19. And uh, so the things I'm enjoying, I, that happened during this time, you know, and uh, I don't want to say I enjoyed that, but I've enjoyed what this kind of closeness that kind of came between me and my wife and the baby because of it, mm. which I can't really explain, but it, it is there. And then the other thing that has happened in this time is because like I shared with you that there's many, like I'm, I have many layers, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm many people almost sometimes, but there, there was a, a, a like a haunting thought that, carried with me for years that I served in ministry during the time I was serving at Golden Springs and even into Hollywood, this sort of fear that I'm this kind of Christian because there's, there's, because I'm aware of scrutiny eyes watching me, you know, that like when I'm teaching, like I know, like I have audience people in my head, you know, pastors and leaders. And so I'm kind of saying and doing what I know 
they'll be like, okay, pass, you know, not that, not that there was pastors doing that to me on purpose. It was in my head, like just listening to sermons and listening to people and being around other Christians that sort of started to create a gauge, sort of started to create a, um, a standard that I'm forcing myself to, to be in. And this is the thought that would come in the back of my mind that would scare me is like, who would you be if that wasn't there? Mm. Like, who would you be if you weren't thinking about this pastor hearing you teach and these Christians looking at you? And Satan comes along, he's like, because I know who you'd be. And you're just like, who, like, am I fake? Like, hmm. is that possible? Like, and in this time, dude, I got nobody watching me. Hmm. In COVID-19 this time, like, I got nobody, like, Sometimes it hurts a little bit. I'm like, nobody needs me, but, <laughs> but like ministry wise, I mean, but, but I'll tell you what's beautiful, dude, is what I am right now. That's just me and the Lord, dude. That's mm. just because of how much I love Jesus, dude, and how much I love the Lord and how much I desire to bring glory and honor to him. And so there's the, Satan can't throw that at me right now because of what I am and what I'm not is only before God. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't also have like, I'm making sure I'm jumping through the right hoops. It's just, it's just, and, and to be able to be used with coworkers, you know, or friends on the phone, um, it's real. And you know what? Like I can, I can confidently ignore that voice that was there for years. You saying that. And so that happened for me because of this time. Because I was ripped from the places where I I have a tendency to kind of perform. Mm. And I was ripped from those things and all I have left is who I am before God. And so that's, I think that that's a tremendous drink of water for me right now in my life. And it's because of this thing that we're going through. And I hope, my hope is that who I come through is the man that God has always wanted me to be, you know, like, and I know that that's the process until we die, yeah. you know, like when you get there, that you're, I, my prayer for every, for all four of us who are in this room and for anybody who's listening is that God would have his purpose in the molding process, that you would surrender as much as you can to the molding process of God so that continuously throughout your life, you're constantly becoming, becoming, becoming like, who he's turning you into and that that never stops that you never say, okay, I'm done. Like that. You just keep becoming mm. who God's turning you into. Um, and that when you one day in that glorious day that you're done on this earth, that you stand before the Lord and you can be what he created over your trials and your failures and your, you know, tough times and the moments that you were like, Lord, not that, please don't let that come upon me. And so, yeah, I got to say, like, this season definitely, as you guys both shared, and it made me realize that the ones that I loved, I think, the most, those relationships definitely got more and deeper, uh, more valuable, more fruitful, uh, more connection. I know, I just throwing it out there, like, me and my girlfriend, like, we were, you know, working a lot together to get this church started, and then... When this all happened, I was thinking like, well, okay, like, I don't know. I was kind of like, I don't know what's going to like, what we're going to be doing. 
but God has just multiplied that where it's like, okay, like we're hmm. still like meeting. We've learned so much more about each other, hmm. having conversations like now with our parents and that it's like are on deeper levels than I've ever had. And it's just like, wow. Okay. Like I'm, I, I know you guys just shared this. Like you guys are experiencing, like now you guys can't go out anywhere. So it's like, you're at home, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, well, what are we going to talk about? No, it's like, <laughs> like God has been doing that. And one of the big things that, I've seen too that you kind of touched on is that God is still testing like my integrity. Like, Mm. do you still have integrity? Like Mm. when you're not out there in the world anymore, Mm. do you still have integrity? And it's something that I believe Christians need to have that I know we need to have that we need to reach out to our brothers, like for accountability. Um, And you know, for me, one of the, the biggest fears, and it's kind of interesting how you're, you're, saying being in a place where you've kind of stepped back from the physical ministry. Um, One of my fears was that what if I lose that? Mm. And that kind of kept me in the, I would say just like in the fear of the Lord of like, I don't want to go back to the world because now there's so much at stake. One of my like, nightmare struggles is of me falling into drugs Mm. and then when i wake up it's literally me coming out of this place of like oh my gosh like is this real like did i really just like this is high this is actual just to be clear too this is actual dreams you're having literal dreams and you feel that you're high yeah, and then, well, in the dream, like, mm-hmm. I, I stumble in that because mm-hmm. that was one of my big vices yeah. before I became a believer. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> one of my biggest vices w- was the drug world, and I, in the dream, will will, will crave, and I'll fall. Wow. And then all of a sudden... I think it's real. It, and in, in that dream, I began to realize I remember all the people that God has brought into my life mm. to lead That's and crazy. i'm just like this sinking feeling and i one dream in particular i literally in the dream asked god god like i don't know what to do anymore but if there's any way you could still allow me to serve you like any way at all and Whoa. then i woke up mm. and then <laughs> and then i felt like god was like all right do it right, right. <laughs> and i was just like wow i was like whoa and then uh you know like i, I don't you know want to give too much uh power to the enemy or think like oh but that definitely has um kept me like you know and it's not just that it's it's the love that god has placed in my heart and then uh, kind of like on a on a lighter note um and it's weird but i started to have dreams where i would say no oh. in the dream i'd be like no, I, nah, like I'm not, not, not today. Like, like I'm not this victory, do that. even in the subconscious, yeah, like, yeah. which is super cool for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know that, you know, what I like about that. The verse comes to mind where it says, uh, to, to keep every thought captive because, you know, we kind of as Christians know that we're not really guilty for something that passed our mind that we didn't do. Like if you're somewhere and you're, and you're tempted for something, you like, don't give into it. Right. Like, you're not feeling guilty that that just passed by. Or some people do, and I hope they don't. I hope they realize that, that that you don't have to feel guilty for those things. But even a step further is to get to to be filled with the Spirit to such a degree that you begin to be able to take thoughts captive. 
and to think that your subconscious that was in that dream, you're still like, you're not just falling into this temptation and then waking up and be like, oh, thank God that was a dream, you know, but to be able to mm. come to that, that's a super cool transition there, mm. man. Yeah. Right, sorry, I felt like I cut you off for a little bit. No, that that was that was it. I've, I've, besides that, I've had some other crazy dreams that are I don't think spiritual, but I've been like <laughs> getting in like alien spaceships. And, like, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Is it? Uh, can I can I throw this question out there to yeah. to my two best friends? Shout out to Max too over there. Um, Max is in the house. <laughs> Max is in the house. Uh, who are pastors? Is it safe to say that that the actual the the church group, the people, the body of Christ, the church, is it safe to say that the church has found themselves so reliant upon the ministry of church that now we can kind of look back as the church? And say that we are needing to rely upon um, the Lord. Hmm. Is it safe to say that it's a good time for the church to like, just like we are? We're we're learning and God's speaking and God's teaching all of us. Is it safe to say that the whole church might be experiencing the same things, and that some pastors? are feeling that burden lifted off their shoulders to think, wow, like, you know what, man? Like, I really don't have to do all these things that I thought I had to do um, <laughs> when we open again. The, yeah. Is it safe to say that? Or is it just because I'm hearing all of us speak, and yeah. God is speaking yeah. to all of us, and granted, you guys have a lot more contact with the the ministry of church more than I do, which is, Totally fine. I don't. I don't think less of me, or I don't think anything. I just yeah, I think I love you guys, and and I'm grateful to be here. Um, but I think we're all learning these things, mm. and is, and I'm just thinking to myself: Is it safe to say that that God is still so much more powerful than our own mm. our own you know devices or our own creations? And I I think that we're all learning these experiences that God is showing us who we are and our families and our, you know, ourselves as calling as a pastor. And like, you're learning how to be a pastor, not even being the pastor right now. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and I just, mm. I just wanted to kind of throw that out there to see if, we, if, so you want to know, like, our opinion on what God's doing kind of with the global church, like with the church in general, like, I guess this. Yeah, I guess just to see. I don't know, just to see uh, bounce those thoughts well, off of. Yeah, our head. are we th alone? Are we alone in thinking? Do you believe that we are alone in thinking that? Because we haven't talked right, before right. this camera no, turned yeah. on. I love that. We too. haven't. By the way, we don't. This is not scripted. There's right. like we right. didn't get sent a list of questions or none <laughs> yeah. of that stuff. So, so no yeah. So no then no to prep. hear that, okay, God is doing all this in all of our lives. We haven't seen each other. It's the first time I've hugged you in a long time. I think you either. I don't think I've touched you in a long time. Amen. <laughs> edit, edit that out. Uh, <laughs> God delivered us right now. Oh, gosh. I'm glad, I'm glad we got that in there. Yeah. You know what I, I, I do want to say 
is regarding that question, because I, I think I got kind of what you're thinking is like, are, is the church realizing what's really important in ministry? Mm-hmm. Um, and my answer, what I, what I believe is that God has his remnant. Um, wow. I think there are better men than me who kept what was important in ministry Hmm. Always important. Um, the whole time. Well, everyone sins, yeah. But but I think better that better than I have. Mm. Um, and I will say that definitely those who did fail at that are being given an opportunity wow. to repent. Wow. Mm. That's good. Like, but you're uh, wrong. No, yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm not, uh, no, solid, solid. I, I have less to say than. Uh, here's what I know. Like, I don't. I'm not sure if it's my place to speak for other people. Other people, but yeah. but um, it certainly has changed me and in some ways and in other ways it hasn't you know it's like the lord has been the lord Hmm. and he's going to continue to be the lord and but then with other people that are going through this other pastors my fellow soldiers you know like don't be afraid of the change you know like we're God's man, you know, and when you're when you're God's man, like circumstance can't take that from you, you know, and that's the one thing I always try to remind you, you know, or you like, because I know I see you, I see God's man, and I pray always that that would defend you from temptation, and that also that you would never be defeated, like by frustration or mishap or misopportunity. Like, hey, you're God's man, dude. Like, you belong to him. He's going to use your life. Like, and then through the, I, I love what you said, though. Like, um, there's a lot of people who were doing it right. Hmm. A lot of people who were doing it right before this happened. And they're going to continue to do it right. Hmm. They may not have fully figured out how to jump through these hurdles yet. But they're going to come through. Mm. And then for those that weren't, um, I'm thankful that the Lord stops some bad people probably. There's, there's people out there who become leaders, make themselves leaders, not anointed by God. Hmm. Make themselves leaders through their talents and their abilities to be crafty with their words and entertaining. And you know what? Shame on those people, dude. Hmm. Yeah. And, and if God stopped them, then Awesome. And if uh, if there's somebody that's just like, was that me, Lord? Then, like he said, dude, like you got a chance, dude, to just like be fully right-hearted, and that's sick, dude. I like that. Mm. Heck yeah, man, that's exciting. It's exciting to see too. I think what what else God can do. Um, I'm excited to see what I think we want to be doing musically. I know you guys have been kind of like getting some ideas and inspiration. So what's going on with the music right now? Oh, (laughs) 
Let's go in there. Max, why don't you come up? <laughs> do you want to do a, a quick, what's up? We got Max with us today. He's, shout out uh, to Max. Shout out to Max. Right here, uh, click a, on Instagram. A future, um, gosh, producer uh, in both music, media, Gosh, the God's going to use this guy great. Can, can you come up here real quick just to say hi to just, – just wave to the camera, dude. What's just up, dude? The camera. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> there he is dude. That was great, dude. What are you guys working on right now, dude? What's going on? What's the scoop? What are you guys maybe even thinking of or what's still there? Well, um, even art. Yeah. I think, honestly, dude, there's a uh, – there's a – whole world of music that's going on uh i think i'll leave that more to mike because mike's more mike's got a lot of music um and passion for it for years and so do i i i definitely want to make music uh with max and mike uh obviously you and i have made music for a long time dude and i don't think that's not like oh well now it's that's i don't think chob We'll always make music, you know. Do you remember, we made music in this very room, yep. dude. All the time. There's yep. plenty of stories, but uh, right now, I actually really, um, I wrote a worship song, and I'm actually trying to write some songs, just using what God's speaking to me, obviously, but um, along with God's word, and literally where you can pick up the Bible and read god's word through the song Hmm. and i know that's it's definitely not trying to be like this original thing or like oh i'm trying to make it so the congregation can sing it so that so you know what i really want it to be like a a, i'm really not even trying to go down that road i'm all i'm trying to do is sing a song that god spoke to me about and uh i was wondering if i could play it you know what we just have a guitar prepared for you. <laughs> we just have, we just have it. Stage oh, boy, bring the guitar. Up. <laughs> no, Max. thank you, Rex. I uh, that's yeah. I'll just play it. Oh, sorry. Let's see. Oh, there it is. Sanctuary of God 
but God, you never do. For I was jealous of the proud when I saw the good of the wicked. It was painful to acknowledge until I the song that's from the psalm right yeah yeah that's a psalm 73 um and i feel like i needed to write that um not because i sat down and like actually did it but because i read it and it was so powerful it was speaking to me in that moment um thinking about people who prosper um, you know, and they're not devoting their lives to the Lord like we are grinding and doing work and and suffering and and or feeling like we're suffering. And then to see like, man, we're not getting anywhere. But until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I saw their end and I I just And when you say that you're 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 not saying 
that you went and visited church or you went to church, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just want to yeah. clarify in case some people are like... Yeah, I mean, yeah. what church? I mean, you know what? Sanctuary. It's yeah. It literally is... Explain that. Like, what, what you did or what how how that process works or what kind of a place do you enter into in your mind or between you and God that, that changes you like that? It's totally going before taking things in the lens of mm. the Lord. And mm. and I felt that as a worship leader, you, your chorus usually is is pretty powerful and catchy. They're any song, you know, but to this, I really enjoy, I really enjoy it being such a simple tune of, of, um, the sanctuary of God, just low and to the Lord, then I knew their end. And that's just like, wow, Lord, like. I, I really liked that it wasn't tr- it wasn't like trying, like the song didn't feel like it was trying too hard. Like it, it was that yeah. was that was cool. Like yeah, yeah. And I felt that that was a place that I really needed to go before the Lord, not trying to make a congregational song or right. trying to make anything trendy, but just trying to make a song. You know what, Lord? Like I want I want to hear from you. And I and I would love to stress the fact that I don't have anything against a congregation or anything like that. Um I long to be a part of uh a body to sing with people. I would love that. But I don't have anything against that. I just mm-hmm. find myself there it's and it's not where you're at right now. Yeah, right? and I relate to it uh, pretty strongly right now. But I um I also love the the end of the verse, which is, it is good for me to draw near to you. And there's a there's a total realization that, man, when I think that way about people, when I think that other people prosper, and I look at the way, man, how come you're not going, Lord? How come things aren't going my way? I realize that I'm not there with the Lord, and it is good for me to draw near to you. Mm. And I really, you know what, Lord, I need to get to that. I need to be there in every aspect of my life. And uh, because I do a whole lot of submitting to the Lord and I do a whole lot of um, surrender to the Lord, but I also do a whole lot of fighting for me and grinding for me, like like in the physical sense of, okay, well, someone's got to do it, so I'm going to do it, you know, but when it comes down to submitting in every single area, the pride and just the, the, even the, even the grind. Well, Lord, you told me like, I'm grinding, I'm doing what you told me to do. Like I I'm submitting, but even in there, like to, to submit that. And, and uh, so I just, I wanted to write that just because of what God was speaking to me of. Uh, so that's the worship side of music yeah i love it no that was good and we do need to surrender man that's dying to self dude that's what it is that's what the season is it's just like yeah that's beautiful though gosh what um what else kind of like draws you artistically what what are those things that kind of like uh or maybe even just in music or in in worship like as a worship leader, hmm. like you're, you're pulling these, 
these songs like to the Lord out like what what do you I don't know what 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 inspires you for that hmm. I think um I think the best inspiration for me is um I love the pureness and the holiness of the Lord I love the fact that when we worship the Lord it, he's he's so pure and holy and when there's a song or there's there's a i don't know there's a way to acknowledge god's holiness and and um i i love songs that talk deal with god's holiness mm. so a song of love is this is kind of going into like my like CDs that I choose from, I guess, but I, you I just dated yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Spotify. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I think my, that I, my cassette tapes. Uh, <laughs> so I think that like the songs of love are cool. Like about the Lord. I, I love all songs of worship. So I'm not discriminating anybody, but for me, like as a worship leader, I love the songs of holiness. Mm. I love to worship the Lord. Like, I love when people are are worshiping the Lord and there's just they're just broken. Like I love that. Mm. I would rather see people do that than like than like the swaying, mm. like, you know, like and that's cool. They're, again, I'm going into my own preference and I don't judge anyone who anything. He sways. Yeah, he sways. <laughs> but I but I feel that for me, like what inspires me is just the the holiness of the Lord. And so when mm. that when that kind of came on it just brought me to a place of like wow lord like you're so sovereign in your knowledge without me like i just long to be in that the sanctuary like i just long to be in that place with you like because it's it's a mm -hmm. it's a revealing place you know um can i can i share something with you nick that i i, I don't think i've ever told this to you wow but Ten I years. remember, yeah, I know. No, <laughs> nine, nine, nine years. Nine. Uh, but who's counting? I remember <laughs> our anniversary is coming up. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I remember doing worship with you in the high school room mm. uh, as you were leading worship. You were leading the group. And I remember one time in particular, um, as a precursor, just know that this has like a really good lesson for me in it from you. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, we did worship and the band messed up. Like I messed up. Um, I, it just wasn't on just point. It sound like it's going yeah, good for it me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember afterwards we like, um, oh, Lord, we kind of just felt like, Ugh, like we had that feeling of like, you know what, like, that could have been a lot better. It just felt like a little bit awkward. Um, and I know that you were kind of just like, you, were, you weren't happy with it. And you were just kind of like, ah. And, you know, I, I remember just like feeling like in my mind, kind of being your brother, just being like, dude, like, why, why are you making us feel like, um, like we're not doing good? Like, why are you making us feel like we're, we're, we're like bad Christians right now? Um, and then I remember you, at the end of the study, you like 
were like, hey, like, I wanted to let you guys know, like, I love worshiping with you guys. It was awesome. Like, you guys did good. Like, and you really encouraged us at the end of it. Um, and I remember feeling, just thinking like, man, like, uh, oh, like, Nick was wrong. Nick was wrong to make us feel that way. And I didn't, I never stopped. And it didn't happen until literally like years later when I started to like lead worship uh, with the, the high school group. Um, I realized that anything that would get the attention off of the Lord um, is not good during worship or just in, in life in general. Like when people's focus goes onto something else, like a bad chord that's played or something else, it's not good. And I realized that you had such a respect and such a love for the Lord that you didn't want anything to distract from the Lord. So it literally grieved you in your soul when you felt like I'm leading this group and we're bombing it. And it grieves me to feel like people are now focusing on us rather than the Lord. And when I realized that, I was like, whoa, like this is what it is to even in life of having the glory be the Lord's of mm. like carrying that responsibility. And that is something that later on in life impressed you impressed upon me as a leader in worship and training other people up is to let God get the glory. And I was like, dude, mm. Nick was onto something and I never stopped to ask why he felt the way he felt rather mm. than just thinking like, Oh, he did that the wrong way. Mm -hmm. You know? Wow. So that was that's crazy. Just, thanks for sharing. Like, uh, He's like, I don't even remember that. that. <laughs> no, I just, oh man, I thought it was going to go worse. That, oh. Like, and you were not, you were not a worship leader. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man. Well, that's crazy. I'm definitely grateful. Um, yeah, I, I do agree. I feel that you're absolutely right. I, I just, and I just don't think that I'm anyone who's like, that I know it better. Like, oh, I really, I know the way of worshiping the Lord. Like, I really don't, I don't know the right way, but I know that as a leader of worship and, like, if I am going to lead people into worship, um, I do feel that it's like a, it's a leadership role. I don't want to say pastoral, but it definitely is a, it's a role of of leading people into worship. And um, I have seen that it's, um, not everybody understands, and I think people think that it's just a song. Like, oh, just play this song. Like, you know what? Like, like if a pastor says, like, I want you to play this song, I realize that it's not. Sometimes it's not really connected, and um, but of course I'll play it anyways. Um, but I do realize that if I have the opportunity to lead, like I need to lead the way that God is like showing me, and so I. I do agree that there is some, there is some like way that God has showed me over the, the years. And now I feel that I don't need to really, although I love to sing and I want to be a good singer and I do practice on trying to be a singer. Um, but I don't believe at this time it's about the, I just, I, I believe it's not about the song, but it's about the worship, you know, it's about the heart of it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I got some, that really stands out to me only because I've, one of the things I've been reading lately, and you guys know because I send you guys stuff about it all the time, is uh, like a leadership um, perspective on things. And 
one of the tells of a of us of um unfortunately of a sorry leader is that they're gathering people to um try to make them all do what I want and a good leader knows how to pick people that can do something that they've been prepared to do and a good leader knows how to pour into people so that they can grow to be able to be prepared to do what they need to do and it's weak leadership when you haven't taken the time to do those things and so now you're trying to control people that you don't really trust Hmm. and you're trying to make them you know you're orchestrating and you're trying to do all this stuff you have to do this it has to be that way and it has to and you haven't one. You haven't picked people that you are that you trust. God has brought, or two, you haven't raised people up to be prepared that you can trust them. That they can do what what um, what is needs to be done. And the last thing about that that stands out when you're talking about you know, oftentimes because I'm all for it. if a pastor just feels like hearing a song that's dope. Like right. like hey, can you play this song? I love when you sing this song. That's super right. cool. I love that. But. Right. But to what you were saying is more of that, like, you know, you should open the service and this and that. And um, I, I like to believe that my prayer is that God would bring people who are in tune with what God's doing. Yeah. In tune with what the Lord's doing in a place. And just to clarify, too, I, I did want to I, I, I don't think it's the it's like the oh, well, like, no, like, hey, like, let's play this song like, oh, well, I already played it like the first song so I'm like okay I'll just play it again I don't think it's that I think uh, all I'm trying to say is that it's not um there's not like a fluidity where like the past like that I, I don't no that, I got what you were yeah, saying yeah like sure. oh like y- you know what like let, let's play this like oh, I was thinking the same thing I was thinking the same like I don't think it's that I think it's like God's leading me like in this way and like I I want I need to lead the congregation in this way for you for you, not for me. I'm not teaching a Bible study. I'm not sitting up there. I'm not going to think. And that's that's why yeah. I was saying like a person who's like in tune with yeah. what God's doing. You exactly. Know? Like, yeah, exactly. Anyways, that's a clarify. So yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. You. No, yeah. no. I, that, was, that, was, that was it. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, gentlemen. If, if there's uh, another note you might want to oh man this on bro man let's see dun, ka, dun, ka, dun. <laughs> uh, we never did talk about the hip hop but uh, Mike's got a lot of hip hop maybe next time another time okay let's see we still got time let's see I want to hear about hip hop let's see Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I still want to hear about Mike's hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope, though. Thank you. Well, he could always cut like that at the end right there and be like, oh, that was the perfect ending. No, he's just going to have to play another song at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Man, hip hop, dude. Like, it's kind of it's kind of hard to talk about music um, when you're transitioning off of uh, the, the, the concept of worshiping God because... There's different aspects to music. One of the unfortunate things that I had to learn was that I'm not a worship leader because I loved music so much. I assumed that's what I was going to do. That's what God was calling me to do. Um, I'm forever a worshiper. Even while he's playing those songs, I'm like, I'm like in my head, like, oh, do I love when song when worship songs take me to a place where I'm thinking about the Lord and I'm thinking about who He is in my life and where He's brought me and what He's doing, but. Um, so what was I to do with the, the things that I had then, you know, musically, if it wasn't, if I wasn't a worship leader and I saw people, you know, like, well, you know, the, the, they want to be rock stars for the Lord, you know, and they're like, and I don't whatever, that's cool. You know, especially for young kids, it's cool. Like if they're in a band and they're playing at church and, but I, I was aware like, this is not a call. This for me isn't like a calling, like an anointing. I was just an artist, dude. I was just, I just not even that I was an artist. I just had an eye for, and for music, dude, as an art form. And uh, I did hip hop for years, like rapped and um, 
put the pedal to the metal real hard to get to the, you know, to get into the world of rapping and like got good at it, you know? Um, and then it just seemed like it was something that passed, you know? And I, and I was willing to let that go. I was like, you know what, Lord, like, hmm. I don't need to do, make this happen, you know? And then when I got married, you know, I got married into a family. Like I, I met my in-laws and these and her nephews were my you know her nieces were my nieces now and and i treated them that way the best way i could and uh just hung out with them and and i never one of the things that god put in my heart years ago is i never 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 wanted to mold people into something that they weren't naturally i never wanted to take kids and try to turn them into something and i pray i never forget that with my own daughter like my like dreaming up these little thought bubbles of what she's going to grow up and become. I don't want to do that at all. Like I want to look at her and try to figure out what God made, like what God's doing, you know, and not tell her that let, let God show her that. But in that process, like, you know, when I first went in that family, I don't, how old was Max? When I, when I first, I, he was a, he was a little kid, dude. When, when I first entered into that family as a, as the boyfriend, the new boyfriend, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and I could tell, like, I could tell that I was like a stranger and, but over time, like the uniqueness that God had made me really allowed me to build a unique relationship with this family. Like I was, I was different than what they already had in their home and in their family. And, and then with Max in particular, like he, uh, he he loved music he just like took to it was about it he was in drumming and i was just curious about like his whose favorite bands were and stuff like that and then i throw it out there because i love hip-hop dude like i feel like hip-hop in the evolution of hip-hop became very uh very musical it wasn't necessarily originally but it became very musical and almost to the degree where it's limitless in the sense that you can make it as soundtracky or as bluesy or as jazzy or as anything that you want. Like you can go in any direction with it and you, you don't have to be able to strike the perfect note every time when you have a, a, a hip hop, like, you know, like mind towards music. And, uh, so I just, he, dude, like he kind of caught on to it. Like, and he would tell me, like, what, what, like, rap albums he was listening to. And I'd throw this out there, like, oh, have you ever heard of this guy? Have you ever heard of that guy? And he just took to it, like, like a bird of the air, dude. Like, it was crazy. Like, you know, he, he, he started touching hip hop, like, in a very short span, like, was able to accomplish what took me, like, years, you know? And so that just made me excited for, like, this talent. And then I started, like, um, never wanting to live vicariously through, but started to want to just be like, hey, look, by the way, I got this bag of tricks. Like, you could have them all. Like, anything that I've ever done, learned, you could, I'll tell you it. I'll share it with you, like, or why this album's good or why this. And little by little, dude, but, like, when we're there and he's, like, making beats or whatever, I'm like... I'm listening, I'm like, you know, it'd be dope on this is like that or that. And I have like verses. I mean, I've written verses. <laughs> I've forgotten more verses than most people will write that I've written. You know what I mean? I've just wrote, I did, that's, I was obsessed with that as a kid. And so I just wrote, wrote, wrote verses and rhymes. And, um, and so 
we mess around with it and and in more recent times like i've i've come to the place with like with him creatively that like i'm gonna make a rap album like i'm gonna do that and i'm not gonna do that to try to um be popular famous or i don't have like this goal for it but i I'm going to I'm going to do it. And then <laughs> it started with just that like I'm going to do this. And then this idea of uh with, like with me and 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 Max and then all of a sudden Nick kind of like seeped in kind of not that he like purposely did that. He just was around. He just dude, we're talking hip hop, he's talking rap and he's like writing and and we're talking about music and 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 all of a sudden he's like a part of it and I've made rap with you dude I've made I've made hip hop with you guys plenty of times and we've made music together he went with me across the United States of America we were rapping out there in, in New York and and Nebraska and stuff but but this time around it's more about fulfilling this art piece of like opening track vision for the for what it's going to be and 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 for me like my drive for it is really to pour into I wish when I was young and about music that there was people that were willing to pour into my project mm. and and when I see Max I'm like let's freaking do this that way when you're older even if you don't stay in music see the sad heartbreaking thing about we talk about little Jesse shout out little Jesse if you watch this uh um, we love you, man. <laughs> Super talented guy, but um, we didn't record. Mm. We 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 can't go back and listen to what we did for like in that chapter. And I'm like, I don't want like this kid to miss out on that. Like, let's freaking do it. Like, mm. record it, do it, and have it, and then look back and maybe laugh at it, or maybe be like, dang. We didn't expect that or yeah. whatever. There was a whole concert that was lost to the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, we, we did. did. We, we did were in a band concert. together. We were in a band <laughs> together, and there was this awesome moment in burned in our memories, which that one's kind of special that it's just whoever was there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we wrote, made songs, completed them, arrangements, set up a stage, my truck on the stage in the school campus. Yeah. You're talking, were you, who was it? Who was inside the truck? I, I was in the truck. Yeah. In the bed, in the bed of the truck behind us, we performed and 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 it was super dope and it was and it came out good, mm -hmm. and uh, and then we just never did it again. And, and we never record recorded a we single never, nothing, nothing note of it. There's nothing. So so um, but even bigger on a bigger scale, like okay, we're in COVID right now. Like we don't have a location, we don't have a building, we don't have a nothing. But we but oddly enough, you have a group of people sitting right here in this room who have uh, artistic outlets that they're building mm. right now. Like, if you've never seen Nick's paintings, you're missing out. Like, they're, they're, they're something special, dude. And I'm not trying to plug Nick by any means. Like, that's just what I feel. Like, that's the kind of painting I want to have hanging in my house when I buy a house. I've told him that before, like, I see that. I don't see it like, oh, he's kind of getting there. I see them fully. They're there, right? And 
and then I think about like yourself, like this thing that you're building, right? Like what this is. And then I think about like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a 35 year old construction worker, bro. Like that's, if that's all God wants me to be, that's all I'll be get to be. But with this imagination and, and this music and these things that we're creating, like, it's like, well, let's just put, let's just put them together and put it out there, you know? And then with him, like with Max, like, he he he's just nobody <laughs> nobody trained him to do the things that he's doing and creating right now it's literally just flowing and um uh, with a little um, i mean it's shocking to me like how little uh like time he's <laughs> he's been in it and what's coming out and so this is the jedi council for yeah <laughs> deciding his so seat. no so <laughs> take a seat <laughs> young skywalker <laughs> so i want to put i want to put like a, a uh like a youtube um series together that will include um us and we're when people are watching it they're watching the creation of this because uh, we're going to try to document the creation of this album this rap album um and document the process of what you're going through, which includes the impossible hurdles that we're facing to try to make this happen. You're talking not schooling. We don't have people around us that are like, oh, use this. And we don't have somebody that owns a studio. And all. we don't have none of that stuff. We literally have what anybody else could have. Like, And to create this, and then from within that, you, you, people can watch that and get to know Sal, get to know Nick, get to know myself, get to know Max. And then from there, you can go and check out the final products that they put together. A fast motion video of Nick painting, dude, and our conversations, including the heartbreak of him sitting at, at his job about to start in 15 minutes at in and out dude, when he feels that he's created, that God created him to do these amazing things, and yet he's flipping burgers, you know, or whatever he's doing, not to belittle his job. But the same way I feel, like in the same way you feel at times, right? Like I'm a construction worker. Like really, like there's guys. That's what. That's their life. They're about it. Me, like I'm a construction worker. What? Is, what is this? You know. Yeah. But um, I want all of that to be a part of it because I. My hope is that at the end of it, that some people will be inspired and be like, "You're telling. You're telling me with that little bit of what these guys have." that they went and did all of this when there wasn't anybody to give a free handout. There wasn't anybody to say like, Oh, we'll hook you up. Well, it's just like nobody's who are workers who are married, who are whatever we are. A kid. I mean, one of the things I laugh about with Max is he's, he's the 2020 graduation. This is his oh, he, yes. COVID the no graduate graduates. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, his, his, like he, that's coming from a situation that like you got ripped off in a way, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Like you can still do something great and you don't need something that teachers are handing you or everybody's putting together. You could, you literally use the talents that God gave you and the skills that, that he gave you and the love and passion that you have for something and just do it. And it's never too late. It's never too soon. And if you love something, then go for it. And, and so I'm inspired. There's, there's uh, been some new waves of hip hop that have inspired me christians for most of my life secular hip-hop was all i liked and and christian rappers were corny <laughs> but recently dude there's some dudes out there they're just killing it and i look at the way they're doing it and what they're doing and i'm like 
there's a there's the time has come like to be able to put something together it's not just corny you're going to be playing them at churches but mm-hmm. you're really going to put quality stuff together and so that's uh anything anything ready yet there's nothing that's done done no there's just and 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 my hope is just to let you know my hope is to document the whole process of making this stuff from mm-hmm. nothing um to what it becomes so that uh, we could share it, uh, yeah. I and want, I wanted to hear bars. That was, that was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was I don't no know. I don't think we could do that live uh, with our beat or anything like that. I don't know if we could audio record what we're. I think Nick's got something. What dude. about what about just a little bit of this little? You just want me to rap right now? <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. I'm not afraid to do it. Yeah, go for it. Play it. Take it back, way back, back to the back of the bus, to the back of the classroom, to the back of the fuss. I was growing up, not ready yet to get stepped on, and I never could wake from that dream of bed that I slept on. Now, let's take it forward just a couple of years, through a couple of nightmares, and a couple of tears. 24 times of the day, I'd love to say that I pray, but the truth was, I spent most of my time spacing away. But take for instance, today, I wrote this rhyme for the way I spent all of my time. Pretty much every day Now it's determined my accusations are self-pitiful But if this life's in a nutshell then what am I living for? I got decisions and split decisions Divisions and split divisions in prison Let's split the prison Envision yourself and listen Inside this world is a big space of emptiness No trace for friendliness No space for cleanliness Disgrace and enviness override It's pain that'll blur my eyes In situations burning there's no disguise I gotta admit that wasn't that wasn't like new new like he actually threw out like a throwback something that we did during the process that we were beggars can't be choosers bro that's yeah. great <laughs> but but that's <laughs> not that I mean that we got good. some we got some stuff that we're we're cooking up uh, that we have on the burner right now dude there's more and, of that coming uh, awesome. I'd love to share stuff as we're going through the process with you and with your you know, uh, redeemed podcast, dude. Yeah. I'm fully down to let that be a part of the creation process of this and trying stuff out that we made. And maybe we'll work on um, being able to connect our instrumentals to audio feed and then do it because we have one song that we've all written to already. And uh, like that's something that we can work on seeing if we can actually do it. And, and and you could record us live just doing it just like handing a mic to each other or whatever or get all three of us sitting here and and play that track and just live it like that you know um but i don't want to get ahead of myself i haven't even checked to see if if that's something that we can make happen which I, i'm sure we could but in the future i'm so down for whatever you need me for Mac. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> uh let's end with this um max why don't you come over here and sit down real I, quick i want to have uh mike pray for you hmm. is that cool Go next to Mike. No, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's cool. Um, and then real here, why don't you sit down real quick so they can see you here? Like uh, I don't know, can you see him in the shot? Yeah, that's the cool. chosen one. Yeah, come here. I wanna, so we can lay hands on him. Yeah. Let's right. make this as awkward as we possibly can. <laughs> now make a fire. <laughs> 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 
Um, um, you know, like Max doesn't come from like uh, like his his relationship with God doesn't come from like just church. You know, we like, dude. I he gave his life to the Lord in his driveway one night when me and him were just sitting there, and hmm. that's that's something really awesome and. You know, so yeah, I'd love to pray for him right now, dude. That's cool. Father, thank you so much for the privilege and opportunity you've given to me to just be here with Sal and with Nick. And really, all of these guys are, are, um, they they mean uh, very closely to me as each other in a weird way because they're young, young guys that I met and I just watched you work in their lives and but but in particularly right now, I pray for Max because there's a lot of pressures on him as to what he needs to be and what he needs to become, and and there's people in his life that he he's got the pressure that he he needs to make sure that he does certain things that they're that are uh, to satisfactory, hmm. and and meanwhile he's got this burning desire to to create, and I believe Lord that that's a byproduct of us being your creation is because we're, because we are created by you. It is in us and we desire to create. And, and so I pray that you would just, um, increase in him, um, his creativity and that you just allow him not only to, to find a road and a path that allows him to exercise his creativity, but also that he would be a light to so many, so many out there, Lord, who who they feel that they they have creativity in them, and they just feel misunderstood. And I pray that you use Max as a, as a beacon of light, as an example to these to these many, and I pray that you keep them humble, huh. and uh, but that you just increase his talents and gifts, um, and we'll make sure that whatever we do, Lord, that that we, we stay as humble as we can and that in one way or another um, that you get the glory out of it. That when we're asked in, in, in a one-on-one conversation or an interview that people may not suspect religion because we're not religious, but that they would ultimately get to know that we, we belong to the creator who created us and we're being used um, we're, we're using everything we have with that in mind um, for his glory. And so I pray for Max right now and um, for your guidance. Yeah. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Gentlemen, Good. thank you yeah. for coming on the podcast today. I just want to say love you both. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys are listening out there, Redeem Podcasts, go ahead, subscribe. Redeem Church Fellowship. I'll see you guys Wednesday night, Sunday morning, all right? God bless. Love you guys.